Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, and we're glad you're with us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're going to talk girls' semi-state action coming up. Much more to come, more some basketball throughout the night. Star of the show, as always, on a busy, busy Saturday night. The man who does it better than anybody. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you know I appreciate you. Girls basketball semi-state Saturday. These are your matchups for this coming weekend in downtown Indianapolis at Gamebridge Fieldhouse for the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals. We begin from Class A, Lanesville, Hammer, Jack Sendell. Their opponent for the state finals, Bethany Christian, who squeaked by try 58-54. That Lanesville final over Jack Sendell was 45-21. Class 2A, the Shelbyville Semi-State. Forest Park by 5 against North Knox, 41-36. And Lapel, they get by Central Noble, 51-38. Lapel and Forest Park next week. Class 3A, it was Corridan Central over Indian Creek, 48-42. Corridan Central State Finals opponent, Fairfield, who defeated Twin Lakes, 42-34. Lastly, from Class 4A, Bedford North Lawrence topping Lawrence North, 47-40. And Fishers hammering Lake Central, 41-24. Fishers and Bedford North, North Lawrence coming up here next weekend. Looking forward to that very, very much. Some boys basketball scores to get to. Two games tonight required double overtime. And that was South Newton over North Miami, 47-46 in two overtime periods. Also in double OT, Columbus North over Franklin, 70-58. Just one overtime period required between Angola and West Noble. Angola won that one 77-71. College basketball today, number 14, Indiana. Much-needed win over a team that really could have used it. That was Illinois. Illinois falls at Assembly Hall, 71-68. Number 14, IU rolls. Trace Jackson Davis had 26 points and 12 rebounds. Miller Kopp also had a solid game, 12 points. He was 4 of 5 from three-point land. Number 7, Virginia. They're just able to outlast Notre Dame today, 57-55. ND got a solid performance from Nate Leshevsky. Still too short. Leshevsky, 18 points and 8 rebounds on the day. How about Indiana State, though? The Sycamores. They crush Illinois State, 80-64. Trenton Gibson was the Sycamore scoring leader off the bench, by the way. He had 17. How about this, too? Indiana played Illinois today, and then Indiana State played Illinois State. Uh, You don't see that every day. You get the state schools, and then you get the number ones, IU and Illinois. Southeast Missouri State over Southern Indiana today, 85-80. Southern Indiana is now 15-14 on the year. Western Michigan, a 10-piece on Ball State today, 78-68. Rare loss for Mike Lewis's crew. The Cardinals are now 19-8. Murray State over Evansville earlier. That was a 74-58 final. NAIA and Division Three scores. Trying crushes Adrian, 86 
46-48. Worcester squeaks by Wabash, 75-74. UND over Southwest Baptist today, 86-79. Grace puts up 103 and hammers Spring Arbor, 103-69. Two double overtime games as well. St. Francis by a penny over Bethel, 102-101 in double OT. Same case, double overtime, Marion over Taylor, 85-83. NBA All-Star Weekend, the All-Star Game tomorrow featuring Tyrese Halliburton. Yesterday, you had the Rising Stars, which is what Andrew Nemhard, as well as as, uh, Benedict Matherin, I beg your pardon, were in. Three-point contest tonight, Tyrese Halliburton had 31 points in round one to advance to the final. Buddy Heald had 23 points in round one of the three-point contest. They, though, both of them, Buddy and Tyrese, were beaten by Damian Lillard as well. Shane Steichen introduced as the Colts head coach this week. Who will be the offensive coordinator? Colts are interviewing Jim Bob Cooter for that position. He was the OC with the Lions for a few years, also was a Colts assistant from 09 to 11. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Dave Sockel from Southern Indiana Sports Productions on the uh, semi-state in New Albany. Dave, I appreciate the call. You had a really, really great day. Let's do it this way. You know, um, it, it's just a situation where to take me through the, the morning games and take me through the championship, all right? Well, I tell you, we had two of the best-played games in the morning round, uh, Jackson Dell, they win over Bloomfield 44 to 34. But it was one of those games where Jackson Dell led by five, they led by six, they got up by 10, and then Bloomfield would come back and make it a game. And finally, uh, Jackson Dell, there at the end with some good free throw shooting down the line, they win it 44 to 34 over Bloomfield. They advanced to the championship game. Uh, again, a well played game. And then our second game, was number one ranked Ladesville. They took on the uh, Cougars of Trinity Lutheran, ranked fourth in the state. And, uh, man, what a game. It uh, was Ladesville. They'd get out to about a 10-point lead. And then uh, to finish the first half, the uh, ladies from uh, Trinity Lutheran went on a 12-2 run, and we were tied at halftime 27-27. Again, Ladesville went out by 10 Mm -hmm. points in the third quarter. But right. here comes uh, the Cougars once again. They score uh, eight points straight, and uh, it's a two-point game heading into the fourth quarter. But then the defense got turned up by Angie Hinton's group and outscores the Trinity Lutheran group by the score of 17-4 to in that last quarter. And, and that's the thing that Ladesville has that not a lot of 1A teams have, Coach, and that is they have depth. Uh, and that's what I saw today. Trinity Luther gave it all they could give. Now, they mm-hmm. lost by mm-hmm. 29 to Ladesville the regular season. They made it a game for three uh, quarters, but they just ran out of gas. That's all it was. It was just a situation that uh, Ladesville just kept bringing kids in off the bench. They give their starters two or three-minute rest here, two or three-minute rest there. And uh, they just have the depth. They're going to be a hard out for Bethany Christian. I heard you talking about uh, – uh, that right. great uh, game uh, that uh, they won because uh, we kind of thought that we had a possibility that the pollsters may be right. You could have the one and two team play at each other in 1A, but not the case. So it's going to be, I guess, seventh-ranked uh, 
Bethany Christian against uh, Ladesville for the championship. Because in the championship game against Jackson Dell, it was all Ladesville. Ladesville, they got out to a 9 to nothing lead. They led 16-2 to after the first quarter. And it was just a suffocating defense. Jackson Dell couldn't get anything going. They ended up uh, leading at halftime. Mm-hmm. The Lady Eagles 29-9. to uh, They lead after three quarters, 40-12. to And uh, by midway through the fourth quarter, the bench is emptied. And uh, Ladesville comfortably won, 45-21. to uh, Again, a well-played game, but uh, Lanesville does it with defense. And uh, one note, you know, there are subdivisions bigger than the town of Ladesville in Indianapolis. There are uh, <laughs> communities on the south side, mm-hmm. like where you live, that uh, are bigger than the whole county of Harrison, about 30,000. And they've got two teams. That's Corded Central. They're headed to the state finals. And Ladesville, quite a feat for a small county uh, down uh, on the river uh, as it's Ladesville and Corded in 1A and 3A. But uh, let me tell you, you've got Angie Hinton as the head coach. And it was kind of one of those things to where it was a homecoming for Angie because probably a lot of people don't remember. 1999, she won the 4A state championship with New Albany. And uh, that's where her team won the semi-state there tonight. And, uh, of course, uh, they're sitting on the sidelines is her husband. And, of course, that is a Hall of Famer, Joe Hinton. And uh, he serves as uh, the uh, uh, assistant coach. And uh, I, I don't know. He's like uh, he's like you, Coach. He's probably about 127 <laughs> now. All right? I don't no, know. You but know what? Man, <laughs> the man can coach. And Angie can coach. And you've got two Hall yeah. of Famers on the bench. Right. Uh, along with a, a one eighteen that has the depth that Lanesville has, uh, like I said, Bethany Christian uh, is going to have to be up for the task next week. He's Dave Sockle from Southern Indiana Sports Productions on the one A championship played at New Albany. Uh, Lanesville advances to play in the championship game. It's going to be a great one next week against Bethany Christian. Dave, thanks so much for the call. And uh, my pleasure. Hopefully, I'll see you. I'll see you there this weekend. Oh, you'll see me. I'll be there. All right, great. All right, thanks so much. Sure Coming enough. Up, Thank you, Coach. Thank. Thanks so much. Take care. We're going to talk with Matt Luce after this uh, school board update. He's the head coach at Wapahani. They're number two and two A. Get a good win over Yorktown. We're also going to spend more time in this half hour talking about girls' semi-state action. Do not forget to join Greg Rakestraw and me tomorrow night, 5 to 7, live from the IHSAA headquarters on the IHSA Champions Network. We're bringing you the pairing show for the Boys' State Championship. Looking forward to that. Certainly a tension-filled night, so we'll have some fun. Join us tomorrow night. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball on the boys' side around the state will begin with Franklin Central's 52-44 victory over Ron Colley this evening. Evansville-Harrison over Terre Haute North 67-56. It was Culver 55, Tri-Township 25. 
Cowan over Elwood, 63-52. Cecina gets a 62-58 victory over Speedway. Indianapolis Lutheran hammers Monrovia, 57-35. Heritage, 54. Fort Wayne Canterbury, 49. It was Marion, 67. Huntington North, 65 tonight. Merrillville, no problem with Hobart, 75-41. Noblesville tonight defeated Evansville Christian, 74-53. Elsewhere, North Central, the one in Indianapolis, beat Carroll Fort Wayne, 74-62. North Davies, 78. Edinburgh, 34. It was North Posey, 51-point win over Tell City, 81-30. Tonight, Peru defeated Argos, 80-63. South Adams top Smith Academy, 58-31. With Silver Creek getting by Providence, 63-49. South Decatur 56, Hauser 48 tonight, Tecumseh 66, Perry Central 47. It was University over Decatur Central 67-66, Union City 57, Southern Wells 45, West Lafayette by a deuce over Lebanon 59-57, Whitco 59, Cherubusco 35, and West Vigo beats North Central Farmersburg 43-33. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Boys basketball tonight, Wapahani, number two and 2A, beats Yorktown 54-46. Matt Luce joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call. Uh, I really, really, really appreciate you taking time to call me. This is a big win, a very important win for you right now. Thank you. I appreciate you uh honoring our team and talking about them and i love calling in coach so it was a big win these are these are delaware county teams and Uh we we know the we know the yorktown kids and our kids have grown up playing against them and it was a packed house at yorktown and our guys had a big lead throughout the game and then kind of held on and (laughs) what didn't finish it correctly but we held on for our Mm -hmm. 20th victory of the year which is outstanding That's a lot of wins now, Matt. I mean, come That's on. That's a lot of games. That's a whole. Bob. That's yeah. a lot of headaches. No, no, no. You're right on both counts. I mean, you go back and start to think about uh, when you're putting your summer plan together. You're, you're talking about what camps and what leagues and all these other things, and you start to put all this together, and then you add in the 20 plus regular season. That's a lot of games, and you've won a lot of those games. You're right. Thanks for the reminder. I, I, you sometimes need to hear that from other people. It, it, uh, it's it's rewarding, and when our kids are the way they are, they're they're great guys. Obviously, to stick together this long and stick together with the coaches, and it's it's a great group. We have no issues, and just a bunch of guys that want to learn and play together and have fun. So it's been a great season. Yeah, it's gratifying in, in in this day and age that a group of guys will stay together, as you point out, and through the through the the good times and the bad times, and um, they don't understand it. They will at some point uh, that this that they won't get to replicate this any other time. This this is it. I mean, you may have had the best time of your life yeah. doing what your guys are doing, and it, these are lifetime memories that you that you should cling to because they are they really are that important. What are you doing next week? Why don't you come to practice and hang out and sit on the bench? Because that's what I told them after the game. They were they were a little disappointed. They we were up twenty and the game got physical and probably didn't hit enough free throws and make enough plays and it got closer. And uh, after the game, they're in the locker room and 
you know, maybe maybe a little down on themselves. And, you know, our coaching right. staff said, hey, you just won your 20th game of the, of the year. Like, stand up and clap right. and be proud. Right. And it's hard to be good. Yeah. Everybody wants to win and just be proud. I think uh, that it is hard to win. I don't think people fully understand it. Um, other teams trying as hard as your guys are. Other team has good players like you do. But this is a special group, Matt. You and I have talked about this before. Uh, great senior class, been together for a while, understand each other, like each other, understand how to play the game. High basketball IQ as a group of guys. It's not surprising to me that you win 20 games. I don't know about the – is it about the amount of victories, but it's about just getting better throughout the season and keep, right. keep trying to stay together. It's such a long season, high school basketball, or I'm sure college is too, but keeping your team together yeah. and keeping their thoughts the same and keeping them focused on, you know, what the big goal is. And we've got a lot of role players. We've got two outstanding players and Franks and Andrews, and they continue to make the right play and make our teammates better, make their teammates better. And that's what the good players do. Cool thing about this win is it's it's like a sectional championship game. Atmosphere, opponent, the way it's played, uh, the tension, the drama, all those good things, uh, which obviously bodes well because the tournament's getting ready to happen. Absolutely. It was a packed house and it's on the road and, you know, it was real physical, which most of your tournament games are. And, you know, things didn't go our way at times, and it's just a learning curve. As good as we are, we also are still learning. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure we're learning in a positive direction and keep faking and focusing on what the end goal is. So our our guys are, are neat kids. You know, most coaches would say that, but uh, right. these are guys right. I've grown up with. My son's on the team. I've been at Wapahani now 16, 17 years. So we've grown up, you know, wanting to win at Wapahani and do things right. And these are kids that have watched the older kids ahead of him and said, man, it's my turn to do this now. So that makes it even more special, Bob. Matt Luce is the coach at Wapahani. They are number two and 280. Beat Yorktown tonight, 54-46. Coach, viewing party tomorrow to watch the pairing show. Is it at your house? It was supposed to be, and we're going to a, a little local restaurant. To, to have some of our parents and kids there together so that'll be fun okay. for, for our community and but we are we're going to watch the draw and hang out and then we're going to take monday off and we get ready we go to middletown indiana to the home of the shenandoah raiders to have a chance <laughs> to win our win our conference on uh on next friday night all right well send us a text send us a picture tomorrow we'll try to we'll try to get you on the air and uh, congratulations on the win. Thanks, Coach Lovell. Great to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Matt. Tony Donahue joins me, the man himself. Tony D., North Knox and Eastern Hancock tonight. Uh, North Knox, 48, uh, 68-49 winners. Tell me about this game tonight. Yeah, this was the second game at Shelbyville High School earlier this afternoon. Started at noon. Uh, North Knox went on to lose to Forest Park in that semi-state Class 2A uh, final. So Forest Park will be coming here. But it was a good game. You know, North. first of all, North Knox and Eastern Hancock. I know North Knox down in the Vincennes area, down in Bicknell. Mm-hmm. Um, great great mm-hmm. crowds on both sides. I'd never been to Shelbyville gym. They were very accommodating. Um, neat gym. Really, really neat gym. 
Yeah. Yep. You'll love this because, you know, we're both shooters in our day. Uh, North Knox knocks down eight three-pointers in the first half and then knocks down wow. 15 of 17 free throws in the second half. Uh, as a coach or a player, you'll take one of those. You'll, you'll, you'll take both of those any day of the week. Um, they North Knox started out with a three ball. They hit four of seven in the first quarter, ended up with eight by halftime. They actually, in the second half, did not hit any threes, but they got so many trips to the free throw line. Um, Easter Hancock tried to make a push there in the third quarter, got it down to about 12, um, but uh, an 8-0 run in the quarter for North Knox was, was all she wrote. Uh, Lexis Primus is a freshman, and she led all scoring. Um, she had a great afternoon with 12 points. Uh, Electra McKin- Alexandra McKinley, the sophomore, she had 10 points. Uh, this North Knox team got to the semi-state final this evening, lost to Forest Park 41-36. They only have one senior that played. So this is a team that, that gained a lot of valuable experience mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. Sorry, they had two seniors that played. Um, but, but most of their scoring comes from under underclass ladies. So uh, we'll see what North Knox can do in the future. Sounds to me like they'll do quite a bit. Uh, and it was a, uh, you know, Forest Park, hard to beat the uh, defending champs. They're really good. and um, But a great, great run for, run for North Knox. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time doing the game. It's fun. You know, it's just, you, you can't beat uh, championship basketball, especially at the level they're playing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think if you look back, if you're North Knox, you were 27-1 going into today. You win your 28th game. Their only other loss before this evening came right before Christmas and a one-point loss um, earlier back in the season. But as you know, experience is valuable, especially in a tournament. Now they know, right. okay, this right. is what we need to do to adjust next 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 year. Uh, you, you think about little things. You know, Eastern Hancock woke up in their own beds this morning while North Knox traveled up in a hotel and things right. were just probably a little bit different than what they're used to. And Oh, hey, by the way, we just wrapped up this game at one one fifteen, one twenty in the afternoon. Let's go rest up because we've got to come back and play at 8 o'clock. Oh, and by the way, uh, it's going to be our quickest turnaround time of the year, and it's also our biggest game of the season. So uh, <laughs> you, you kind of saw when they, scored, they went from scoring, you know, mid-60s uh, to 36, which is well above or well below their average. So um, nice to get out to Shelbyville today, enjoy some hoops, and now we just get ready for tomorrow's Daytona 500. He's Tony Donahue, an alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk, and we're glad he called. He has the uh, matchup between um, uh, North Knox and Hancock. Yeah, North Knox and Eastern Hancock. North Knox, 48, excuse me, 68, 49 winners. Tony, thanks so much for thinking of us. Have a great weekend. We'll talk over the next couple of weeks. I got the HCAC tournament coming up next Saturday. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. One last look at the scoreboard tonight before we tell you at 11.45 what's coming up on your Sports Sunday. As for the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals, they are set beginning with Class A. Lanesville set to square off with Bethany Christian. In Class 2A, it will be LaPel taking on Forest Park. 3A, Corridon Central faces off with Fairfield. And in Class 4A, it's a battle between Fishers and Bedford North Lawrence. College basketball earlier today, number 14 Indiana surviving against Illinois. Inside Assembly Hall, Illinois had a shot from three at the buzzer. That did not go in. 
So the Hoosiers roll on 26 points and 12 rebounds from Trace Jackson Davis. Miller competent ice game, 12 points. He was 4 of 5 from three-point land. Number 7, Virginia also escapes against Notre Dame, 57-55. Mike Bray's final season with the Irish. Nate Lashevsky at 18 points and 8 boards. Indiana State picks up an 80-64 win against Ryan Peden's Illinois State Redburns. Josh Schertz and the Sycamores looking solid. Trenton Gibson had 17 points for the trees. Southeast Missouri State by five against Southern Indiana today, 85-80. Southern Indiana now 15-14. and Disappointing if you're a Ball State Cardinal fan, 78-68. Ball State falls to Western Michigan. Cardinals are 19-8. Murray State defeats Evansville, 74-58. By the way, Kentucky today upset number 10, Tennessee, 66-54. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine joins me. What a great day of girls' basketball, Kip. Yes, it certainly was. Uh, We talked last week or maybe two weeks ago about the format and the idea of the tournament at these eight Mm -hmm. sites today with – two semifinals and a championship. Uh, the crowds were outstanding across the state. Uh, we had our Hoosier Basketball Magazine staff at five of the eight locations. And yes, there were some compelling games and some exciting basketball. And the fans certainly got their uh, money's worth today. And looking forward to next weekend, uh, four teams will be cutting down the nets and, you know, enjoying their offense, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Hard not to start with South Bend Washington's loss. I think that was, um, you know, a surprise to uh, a, a great number uh, of, of, uh, of people. And, um, you know, injury situation, obviously, with Coach uh, Reynolds' younger daughter, uh, a significant part of that. Well, uh, Truman Bennett from my staff was at the uh, – Huntington North, so I was getting regular updates throughout the, the the game on that. But I will tell you, last week, Chuck was there when they played Valparaiso. And Valparaiso, mm-hmm. you know, has an outstanding freshman. And they, in the regional, right. they really dominated the first half and were up eight or nine points. And then South Bend, Washington was able to come back and was very strong in the second half and one going away. Kind of almost seemed like a similar situation where – uh, Lake Central was able to get an early lead, and then right to start the third quarter, South Bend Washington uh, really played well and cut it to five or six points. But uh, I'll tell you that Lake Central team is good. They've, they're all underclassmen, too, so that's a team to be reckoned with for next year. But like you mentioned, injuries, you know, they had been so good all year with South Bend Washington's team. But right. uh, it's uh, it's like anything with state tournaments. you got to survive in advance. And I'll tell you, Fishers, um, with the way they beat Noblesville in the semifinal of the sectional, I was at that double overtime game. It's, it kind of parallels to what happened last year. Noblesville and Fishers played a uh, – sectional final game and it was their noblesville's closest mm-hmm. contest last year as a five or six point game but it was really closer than that it was a, it was a great game to watch no seniors on either roster and then noblesville goes on and uh, wins the state championship well this year fishers they have that double overtime thriller and now right. they're uh, they're on a path for an uh, opportunity to win a state you know uh, bedford north lawrence was really good today as well um getting past both Center Grove and 
Lawrence North, but uh, I'm looking forward to that 4A game. We had Bedford North Lawrence number three in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and mm-hmm. Fishers is number four in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and of course, Carson Norman from BNL is on featured on the front cover, and the Smith twins, Olivia and Haley, are also pictured on the cover of the magazine. So, yes, that 4A game next uh, Saturday night will uh, definitely be a must-see ticket. I think they're all must-see tickets. I think they're great storylines all around. You know, 4A down to 1A, Lanesville with the great run, <laughs> going to play for a championship. And, and you know how this is. There are eight compelling stories, eight, eight great uh, stories of uh, success and overcoming adversity and this, that, and the other, and great storylines. That's why it's so much fun to play for championships, for heaven's sakes. Well, I totally agree. And uh, you mentioned Lanesville. You know, they uh... – They've had an outstanding season. They started the year number one. They were number one in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine, and they've uh, really been uh, outstanding all year. But Bethany Christian, uh, this is interesting. They mm-hmm. lost three games. They lost to Central Noble, who was right. a regional champion. They lost to Fairfield. In fact, Chuck DeMoss from my staff was at the game January 23rd when Fairfield right. and Bethany Christian played. And uh, Fairfield, the semi-state champion, they're going to be playing next week. And they lost to 3A Highland, which won the sectional. So when you're talking about a Class A team who doesn't have any losses to teams in Class A, and they lost Mm -hmm. to three teams that cut down nets during the tournament, uh, that's a pretty good team. This uh, junior Zoe Williams is a very outstanding player. So that Class A game will be one to watch for sure, even though – you know, Hoosier Basketball Magazine had Lanesville number one. And 2A, Forest Park, cut down the nets last year, of course, for their right. championship. And uh, we had them number one. But similar with uh, LaPel. LaPel won the Madison County Girls Tournament, which is outstanding for their 2A team to be able to beat some of those 4A teams in that Madison County. And uh, they've just been really good all year as well. And when you have a freshman leading your team in scoring, that's the thing that's interesting to me now compared to, say, 10, 12, 15 years ago. Uh, these freshman girls come in, and they're ready to play. Uh, uh, Lena Willis is uh, 16 points per game, a big girl. And so right. uh, LaPel's a team, you know, not only for this year, but in the future moving forward, uh, they're uh, – Madison County basketball is good, and that sectional 40 is always competitive each year. In fact, just getting past Winchester was a a challenge, and Dale was at that sectional championship game as well. Kip Westner, who's your basketball magazine, the best of what he does. It's a classic. Kip, thank you. We'll see you at the tournament. Sounds great. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. Thank you. Brian Sullivan, WNAS, talking about 1A South at New Albany. Brian, I'm so glad you called. Thanks for being with us. Uh, New Albany, Jacksonville beats Bloomfield. Lanesville beats Trinity Lutheran. And in the championship game, Lanesville handles JCD rather easily tonight. Yeah, and I... You don't want to say it was unexpected. Um, Lanesville's just really, really good. We had an opportunity to see them play three times back in November. And I I think they felt like last year losing a heartbreaker in the regional finals Mm -hmm. that they they let it get away from them. I think they felt that they had a championship-caliber team last year. And they came back 
over the summer watching them, there's just a rededication to getting after things defensively, which is the big theme of the day for Lanesville, and also establishing more of an inside-outside presence. Last year, they were overly reliant, I felt at times, on the perimeter game. They've done a really good job establishing the inside play, and They've got a great point guard. They've got a great wing. They've got a good post player, and then they just put shooters around them. Um, they are they are a handful. And we you know we just heard Kip talk about the teams that Bethany Christian has has lost to. Um, you know, Lanesville lost to Evansville Memorial in overtime, who was ranked number one in three A a good chunk of the season, <laughs> and lost to Court, mm-hmm. who's playing in the three A state finals. Um, they are they are definitely. They would be competitive in the 3A and the 2A as well. They're they're that good. So you're telling me, since I'm fortunate enough to do the 1A championship game on the radio network next week, you're telling me I ought to have a good game <laughs> to call. It, it should be it should be outstanding. Um, you know, yeah. Bailey Tabling is a Division One recruit and a potential Indiana All Star. Um, for Trinity or uh, Trinity Lutheran, and they played Lanesville this morning. Lanesville is up 5-0. Uh, tabling scored seven points in a row. Now this is a 2,000 point score, one of the top scores in Indiana State history. She right. got seven points in the first three minutes. Did not score a point the rest of the ball game. Wow. I mean, defensively, they just locked down. They, they get out. They pressure. Um, and you know a lot of switching. They're long. They've got good size. They've got six foot, six foot one kids at the one A level. Um, and when they when they get out there and really lock down, which they're capable of. Again, it was sixteen to two to start the uh, the championship game tonight. Forty to twelve going into the fourth quarter. Uh, they're just they're suffocating. And it's Bethany Christian obviously is a deserving state finalist, but it's going to be a real uphill battle if. Lanesville continues playing the way they did today. Brian Sullivan from WNAS on the call of the 1A South. That was uh, played at New Albany and Lanesville. will uh, represent that semi-state next weekend in the championship game. Brian, thanks as always. Have a great weekend. Hey, we'll see you up there next week, Coach. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. Coming up, David Deaton from WKLO will talk to us about 3A South semi-state action from Jasper. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night, we got to tell you what's coming up on your Sports Sunday. College basketball, it's Purdue and Ohio State. That's at 1 o'clock. Purdue, still number three in the land. But for the first time this year, the Boilers have dropped back-to-back games. Ohio State, not much better for Chris Holtman and company. They've dropped seven straight ball games. Butler hosting Georgetown. That's at 3 o'clock tomorrow from Hinkle Fieldhouse as well. The Daytona 500 at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon. The starting six, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Eric Almarola, Christopher Bell, and Austin Sindrick. Indiana Connections aplenty. Justin Haley starting 28th. Winamax zone. Chase Briscoe from Mitchell is starting 30th. Of course, Connor Daly from Noblesville qualifying for the Daytona 500. He'll start 34th. Jimmy Johnson is running all the way back in 39th place to begin the race down in Daytona. Again, green flag 
at 2.30. NBA All-Star Game tomorrow night at 7.30. It's Team Giannis against Team LeBron. That's how they split up this year. Tyrese Halliburton playing in the game. As for tonight, it was the NBA three-point contest and skills challenge. Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald participated. Halliburton had the best first round of anybody that competed. He had 31 points. Buddy Heald had 23 points in round one. They were both beaten in the final, though, by Damian Lillard as well. Tomorrow, the final round of the Genesis Invitational on the PGA Tour. That's at Riviera in L.A. Tiger Woods is three under for the tournament. He shot 67 today. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. As promised from WKLO, David Deaton doing some serious work at the Jasper Semi-State today. Cordon Central beat Gibson Southern, 52-47. Indian Creek over Chittard, 76-47. Setting up the championship match. Central and Indian Creek. Cordon Central wins that one, 48-42. David, what a full day of basketball and a great win by Cordon Central tonight. Yeah, definitely. Two great wins for this Lady Panther program today, Coach. A very tough game in the morning against a very good Gibson Southern team. A game that was very physical throughout. A lot of physical play throughout the four quarters of the game today. And and a, a game where the Lady Panthers really had to endure and really had to dig in deep to beat this Gibson Southern team that was in the semi-state round for the first time since 2002 for Corridon. First time they've been here since 2005. And the Lady Panthers were able to scratch, fight, and claw to win this one. They actually had a 12-point lead going into the fourth quarter of that first game. But then Gibson Southern, the team they are, they came back. They never quit. And they went on a 12 nothing mm-hmm. run to tie the game with about two, two-and-a-half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Corridan got two huge baskets from their leading scorer, Ava Weber. The 5'11 senior got two very tough contested baskets on the inside, made it 51-47. And the Lady Panthers struggled to make free throws down the stretch. Only one of five in the fourth quarter, but fortunately, Gibson Southern missed some layups down the stretch, and the Lady Panthers were able to hang on Mm. to win that first game and get to that championship game, a team that was pretty tired this afternoon, but they had to recoup, recover, and they were able to do that to get into the championship game against a very good Indian Creek team tonight to win this semi-state. Tell you what, it's uh, winning two in one day, I think we all understand, is not easy. And, and sometimes uh, you, you immediately think, well, it's hard harder if you play that second game. You know what I mean? You don't have as much rest and all that. I mean, I understand the luck of the draw or not the luck of the draw, but it's a Corden Central team that, that really made some plays down the street. You're not making free throws notwithstanding, made plays when they had to to win over a very good Indian Creek team tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And the Indian Creek game, you know, this, this is a team that's got a 6'4 junior, Faith Wiseman, who is a terrific player. She's already verbally committed to uh-huh. IU. She really is. good team yep. around her as well. I mean, just a, a really nice team that they have there. They're well coached, very good defensively. And this was a, a tough matchup. It went back and forth in the first quarter, and Lady Panthers were able to get a 17-14 lead in a high-octane first quarter. I said, Coach, uh, during the first quarter that I I think both teams brought their track Mm -hmm. shoes tonight because it was a track meet of that first quarter. But then the (laughs) pace really slowed down there in the second quarter, and Corridan was able to squeeze out a 21-19 lead going into halftime and made some good adjustments second half, actually got behind because of a couple of Indian Creek threes. But the Lady Panthers made a couple of big shots of their own. Josie Vaughn, the sophomore, 
Five six guard made a big three from the top of the arc. Morgan Adams, the five ten junior, made a big three, and then Bailey Orm, the five six senior point guard, also made a big three. And the Lady Panthers were able to get a two point lead going to the fourth quarter. And Vaughn with a great basket early in the fourth quarter, a floater from the left side of the lane made it thirty eight thirty four. It stayed there for a long time because of a combination of Indian Creek struggling to get through Corden's defense and get high quality shots. And for Corridan, they were able to hold the ball, work a little bit of clock, be patient on offense, got to the free throw line, and this time Coach made eight out of nine free throws in the fourth quarter, holding off Indian Creek there at the end, got the lead up to eight late in the game before Wiseman finished with a basket late. But the Lady Panthers celebrating like it's 2005 because it is the first time that they've been to the state (laughs) championship game since that season. And they are elated in Corridan to be going back to Indianapolis next week to play for that 3A state championship game against the Fairfield Lady Falcons. David Deaton, great to hear from you. Thank you so much. I'll look forward to seeing you next weekend. All right. Sounds good, Coach. We'll see you in Indy. Thanks so much. Coming up, final break, and then we're going to talk some UND basketball with our own Nathaniel Finch on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network College Basketball. Today, the University of Indianapolis men's team, 86-79 winners over Southwest Baptist. Our own Nathaniel Finch on site today for this. Very important win. Southwest Baptist, uh, top 10 in the region coming into this, looking more and more like the, what is that, 16 in a row now for the Hounds? No, it's 18 in a row now, Coach. 18. Sorry, I missed two. Uh, 18 in a row. Uh, they're definitely top 10 in the region, are they not? Where are they in the region? Well, they don't give you the actual order until we get closer to it, but they're they're, they're number one in the region. They're the highest ranked team in the region. They're ranked right. sixth in the nation. They're number one. They're probably going to host. Ooh, yikes. All right, so how'd they do this? Normal fashion of uh, sharing the ball and guarding people, that their M.O., that's how they play? How was it today? Well, we had three teams on the court today. There were the Greyhounds, there was the Bearcats, and then the Zebras. It was, you know, it was pretty crazy because you wouldn't have enjoyed the game. We had, you know, over 50 foul calls, 31 of those on Southwest <laughs> Baptist. It was it was every 30 right. seconds the whistle right. blew and, you know, right. it, it wasn't very pretty. <laughs> I'm laughing because, yeah, I've, I've spent plenty of nights and days watching that stuff. Um, Hounds, though, are a, a, a mentally tough. They are a physical group. There's no question. They're also a very mentally tough and talented group. Yeah, and you go you go into that final minute. They were only up by three, and you know they just started hitting. The, they chose the final minute to start hitting free throws. I mean, coach, they left fourteen points at the charity stripe today. Shot just sixty six percent, but they had forty one free throws. Like that's that's unheard of in college basketball. It uh, doesn't appear to be the way with, uh, with that group of officials. Um, so now uh, they've got a couple of road games to wrap up the regular season and sit and wait and find out if they're going to be hosting the region in Indianapolis. Yeah, they got a couple tough ones, though. I'm still one of the top teams in the conference. They beat them by right. seven at home, and then uh, they got a high-scoring Missouri S&T team. So not not the easiest road trip, but you got to imagine you win one. Maybe I mean, you might not even have to win any of those. They're probably going to host. Right. 
So uh, who knocked down the shots? Did who who where was the scoring come from today? We talked about it. They're almost spreading the ball around. Kendrick Choa, nineteen right. points, nine boards for him. Jacoby Robinson had 16 points. His Warren Central teammate, Jesse Bingham, had 12. 10 for Josiah Tynes. They had two guys in, with nine points. They did a great job spreading the ball around today. And, you know, you get so many points at the foul line, a lot of guys are going to score. That's great. UND, number six in the country, wins today over Southwest Baptist. A couple of road games next week and wrap up regular season. One of the best teams in the United States. Nathaniel Finch, great job. Well done. I mean, not just that, but the whole show. You were perfect tonight, as always. We made it to midnight, Coach. Hey, made it to midnight. That's the idea. Don't forget, Greg Raystraw and I will be coming to you live tomorrow from the IHSA headquarters for the pairing show from 5 until 7. Thanks again to Nathaniel Finch and Brendan King. Thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.